0: Everyone, welcome to Ending the Drought, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 1. Here are your hosts, Jake Cranston
1: and Jeff Webster. Welcome back. Hey, Jake. Welcome back.
2: Somebody walked over my grave, man. I couldn't help but get up. Yeah, dude. (laughs) It's been a while.
1: It's been a little bit, but we had to take a little bit of a break because, I mean, there's not a whole lot going on. you know. For sure. Yep. So, it's good to be back. It's good to uh, see the players arriving at training camp today. For sure. And tomorrow's going to be the uh, start of the season, basically. I mean, yep. if, if you want to look at it like that, training camp starts tomorrow.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like, uh, you know, maybe the Halloween of football. Like, it's yeah, it's not the real thing yet, but, you know, the holidays are coming right around the corner.
1: Yeah. It's like, basically, what What do you do? What's the night before uh, Halloween? What's it called again? All Hallows oh, Eve. Yeah. All Hallows yeah. It's kind of like that, right? Mm-hmm. You know.
2: Now we know why Jason's here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because I know, never remember. Because I know, because that, I know so that's dates around holidays. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. right. That's right. Somebody's got to have a brain. He's the stat man. Yeah. So yeah, well, we can get into um, you know a couple things as far as training camp goes. We're just gonna kind of just cover some stuff as far as like what we think about training camp, what we're thinking of players, this and that. We're gonna shoot some questions back and forth at each other. Yeah, man. And just kind of touch base on that. Um, so do you, you want to start it off Jeff? For sure.
2: Or? Yeah. My favorite thing is like opinion things, right? Because you can't really be wrong It's your opinion, right or wrong, but yeah, it's hard to screw it up. So yeah, here we go. Exactly. I'll start with you. I'm thinking about the bills offense. And if you have an idea, what one player you think, not necessarily going to be a, a breakout player, but that's going to surprise people. Not, you know, somebody that nobody's really thinking about as far as making a major impact or maybe they are, but they'll make a greater impact or not make any impact.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, the the, the one guy that comes to mind um, that I've been saying for the last year that I think is going to just make an impact this year just because he I think he's due is is Dawson Knox. Yep. Um, I know. You know, people have been thinking about him, um, saying maybe we need a new tight end. The whole rigmarole with are we are we trading for Zach Ertz? Is Zach Ertz coming and this and that? Right. You know, the last thing that we had with Zach Ertz coming, there was a, you know a thing on social media and all over the internet, and oh, it was the. Uh, uh, one of the trainers or somebody. Oh no, yeah it was right, the announcer. Right the announcer right, guy. The guy yeah. from Philadelphia, he's like, whatever, I, yeah. He's like, I you know, inside the information, it looks like Zach Ertz is gonna be moving you know to the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. And I right. actually said to uh one of my buddies, I'm like, guaranteed it's not happening. And he's like, What do you want to bet? I'm like a case of beer. Well,
2: remember I texted you and what was your response? I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. It's yeah. So
1: so I think I get excited. Yeah. <laughs> And I think Dawson Knox has a huge shot this year of being a, a a very, very good tight end. If you look at Logan Thomas, remember when he was on the Bills roster? Right, right. He was a quarterback, just like Dawson Knox. Yep. Uh came from Virginia Tech. We drafted him as a as a tight end. He just didn't didn't pan out. He had, you know, twenty five, thirty catches, just subpar. Right. Kind of like Dawson Knox. We let him go. He goes to Washington ends up with 70 plus receptions last year. Right. You know. And that was his that was his fourth year. Dawson Knox is going into his third year, right? And you know, I think it just it it takes time for for you to develop. Tight end's not an easy position. No, and, and it takes time. Especially
2: going from quarterback to tight like like one of the reasons the Bills drafted him was the athleticism, but he didn't have like this great tremendous body of work.
1: Yeah, exactly. when he was
2: college, because they didn't throw him the ball, right?
1: Yeah, he had. So now he's no
2: finally getting some targets, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's going to take a while to turn that into receptions and and positive plays. Yeah, but he's made the kind of plays that I've always enjoyed when he puts his head down and goes head to head with a defender or or throws him aside. You know, um, yeah, he's got a lot of freaking physical ability. And and yeah, I think there's an opportunity for him for yeah.
1: sure. And I like seeing some of the things he did on the off season, going to that tight end university, mm-hmm. working with the hand eye coordinator. Um, I mean, he's putting the work in, just like a lot of these guys in this roster are putting right. the work in. So I can see, I can see a big a big yeah. year coming from him. I'm not going to say he's going to be a Pro Bowl tight end. No, but I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to rule it out either. But I'm not. Yeah.
2: I'm not saying that's going to happen.
1: But I could but. see the guy going for, you know, over 50 catches this year. Sure. You know, and he, he he was second on the team to Stefan Diggs in touchdowns. Right. You know, Stefan had seven. Dawson had six. Yep. You know, so yeah, I, I think it's going to be a good year for him, just development wise, and you're going to see a, a pretty sizable jump.
2: Well, they brought in Hollister, and, and he's awesome. Good guy. Um, but I don't think he's going to take anything away from Dawson
1: Knox. No, I
2: think they've put a lot of faith in him and I think they've shown that by not adding a whole bunch of tight ends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Not not to truly challenge him. So yeah. Yeah. That's a good answer, man. I
1: like that. Just real quick, just to throw it back at you, who do you, you got a guy that you uh, think that's going to be kind of a breakout guy. You think that's, you know, going to step up this year that no one's thinking of, or.
2: Well, I, I
1: we talked about it before.
2: I like Isaiah McKenzie. I think he's going to have an opportunity in the return game. Um, depending on what happens with Cole Beasley, we'll see.
1: Yeah. Um Did you notice real quick? I don't know if you looked on the Bills website or anything today, but um they had Cole Beasley like in every possible um like shot of these guys coming in to camp today. No kidding. Yeah. Like they really wanted to make an emphasis that Cool Beasley's at camp today. <laughs> like right. You know. Right. Yeah.
0: Which could be just because any news is good news. You know, the press right. of him being there is a good thing either way. Mm-hmm. Or it could be like he's got camaraderie and mm-hmm. teamwork. Yeah. It'll be yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. People are like hugging him and stuff. Do you see what
2: Emmanuel Sanders tweeted after the they talked about canceling games and, you know, uh unvaccinated players and all that stuff. He tweeted. I didn't like no, no. accountability equals availability. You know, what I mean something like that. Yep. Yep. So I don't know, man. I'm yeah. just hoping these guys get it together and figure yeah. it out because oh, they don't need yeah. anything more slow in the process. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: Well, training camp is going to help, you know, these coaches find out who the cream of the crop is and people are going to rise to the top. You know? Right. Right. So, I mean, it's it, it yeah. depends, you know, I agree. But the other guy I wanted to say too, besides Dawson Knox, and I'm not going to get deep into it, but I think that has a real shot of making an impact on this roster um, is Isaiah Hodgins. So yep. that's another guy that I think uh, could be, Yes, you know. Yeah.
2: I think to me, uh, to a certain degree, maybe a lesser part only because late round pick yeah. hasn't really seen the field was injured. Um, you're yeah. right. Show if, some if, flashes, you know. There's injuries, and he play. comes in, and, and yeah. he may have an impact similar like Gabe Davis had last year, so, which yeah. really was pretty incredible.
1: Yeah, you know, 35 he, catches was over, you know, 500 yards yeah, per yeah, rook. Yeah, on, I on, thought on, that was pretty good yeah, for pretty,
2: limited playing time and what he had. I agree. Made some really eye-catching catches and stuff, you know, like really uh, circus-type stuff. So, yeah, yep. uh, very optimistic for those guys.
1: Yeah. For you, Jeff, uh, who are some of your – training camp sleepers this year? Hmm. Who are you thinking?
2: Um, well, it's hard It's hard to say, like, so this is offense or defense. Anybody, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Um, first one comes to my mind is Dane Jackson.
1: Is a you know, round pick?
2: Yeah, late round pick, but he's shown some flashes. Uh, Levi Wallace needs to work hard. You know does, what
1: I mean? Does Levi Wallace have... Did he reach his ceiling yet, or does he have room to see, s- that, still hit his ceiling and can Dean Jackson close that gap? You know right, I mean?
2: right. And um, if you look at it from season to season, um, Levi Wallace two years ago and last year where we're, there wasn't broad ranges of improvement or anything that you would want to see, you know, expect, not to the scale of Josh Allen. Nobody does that. But you know what I'm saying, where guys will take a step forward and it'll be a good one. Um, guys like Ed Oliver, you want to see him take that step.
1: Um, yeah.
2: You know, there's guys like that, and Levi Wallace hasn't done that yet. Yeah, he's, you know been, what I mean? he's, been, he's been solid, right.
1: but but middling at the same time. Right. Like, it almost seems like his spot, like people want his spot to be taken, but he just does enough to, to keep it.
2: Right. Yeah, somebody has to take it away. Yeah.
1: They're not willing
2: to just give it up because nobody has shown enough to just you know, they want to offer it up. No. Right. Levi Wallace has been solid and consistent enough that, yeah, until somebody takes it away, yep. they're not going to make a change there.
1: Yeah. That, especially he
2: knows the system. He's been in it for a long time. Exactly. Um, but Dane Jackson is one of those guys that you could definitely yeah. surprise.
1: Yeah. Now, being a seventh-round pick, he obviously got picked in the seventh round for a reason. Yes. Um, is being a seventh-round pick, does that necessarily say, you know, his ceiling can only be so high because he's a seventh round pick. I don't think so.
2: I don't, Cause you look at guys like Matt Milano in the fifth round, you look at other guys that have come into the league. I hate bringing up a name, but Tom Brady for one, you know uh, there's guys that for whatever reason, injury, lack of playing time um, right now, a big one is my college team didn't participate in the schedule last year. Yeah, So I sat out an entire year. So somebody with a good body of work that maybe didn't get an opportunity last year Uh just because their college chose not to play. Um, Those are tremendous opportunities for for coaches and staffs that are willing to take a chance on athleticism, again, which is something, and hard work. You know, we talked about That's what the Bills are all about. They want guys that are willing to compete for their position. They don't want to be handed anything. They want to earn it, you know, and then they want to keep it. So, those guys maybe are some of the guys that didn't get an opportunity last year because they're they didn't participate
1: in college yeah. football. You know, like why in the cornerback two spot have we had yet to really solidify that that side though? You know, because right. Levi Wallace was an undrafted rookie and he comes in and, and he he gets a starting spot and he like we just said he played solid, but you know then you look at the other side we got. Uh, a top 3 cornerback in the NFL over there. And I'm not saying we need another top 3 quarterback on right, the other side, right. but well, it it's funny to me because we keep getting, you know, we have a 7th round pick competing at the cornerback 2 spot against an undrafted rookie. Right. You know, guy. So, you know, to me it's like our, our, are our coaching staff are they struggling to find that cornerback two spot or what do you, what do you think? Well, I
2: I think it's a priority thing, right? I mean, if you look at the evolution since Sean McDermott got here, you know what happened in season two, they had to clean house. They had a lot of dead cap. They had to work on the line, you know, I mean, they had to, you know, and now they've, um, again, considerable resources to the offense and defensive line,
1: big time. You know, four
2: first picks are on the line. So that tells you that they're not happy where they are on the offensive and defensive line. So yep. that's where they put their they put all their cards on the table in the line. Uh, you know, on both sides of the ball. Big time, yeah. So going forward, that doesn't mean they're happy with the cornerback position. It's just not the highest priority.
1: Yeah, it's it seems you know like I mean? they're they're comfortable with it enough where they're not high priorities in it right now, but they they want to make it known that, hey, Levi, it's just not your spot to take, you know, like it's... well, yeah, and
0: that's it. And I think that there were people that we thought they were going to release that they didn't, and I wonder if it's almost a hesitation to get rid of what you have, even if it's not quite good enough, until you find out what you're getting. It seems like they wanted to have options for a lot of these positions going forward Yeah, with the thought that, you know, a lot of these guys are older, a lot of these guys are on their way out, we know that. But let's just hang on to him for a year so they can train up the next guy, see if they get to keep their spot, whatever. Um, It didn't seem very definitive in any of their choices. Yeah, it didn't. No. Yeah. From an
2: organizational standpoint, they pull everything out. They put in the pieces that they know are solid. And then they look at what they have left and where do we got to where do we got to focus our attention? You know, Ed Oliver, to this point hasn't been exactly what they had hoped for harrison phillips suffers a major injury misses almost an entire season or an entire season um star latula they opt out yeah you know so they they are looking at we've solidified our quarterback position for the next dozen years that's not something we're gonna have to worry about anymore as long as josh allen stays healthy I think they're confident he's going to maintain this level of play. Yeah. So now you start looking at other things, you know, in, in the wide receiver room, obviously, they got to be happy with that. I mean, they just got to be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, Everything
2: yeah.
0: is – the fact the offense was top three or four last year, it just proves that that's working. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like that's where you leave it. I mean, you're confident in quarterback, you're confident at wide, and that's pretty much it. Right. I mean, we have a lot of great players, but we don't have anything that's – really solid right
1: yeah right. yeah and, and and to that point too what's going to start happening not to go off in too many directions here right. but what's going to start happening is are we're gonna because of paying these guys we're only going to be able to have cer- certain amount of you know guys that are going to be your your staple players like josh like uh trey white trey Edmonds. Um, Dawkins probably, you know, just a few a core group. Yeah, a core group, and then after that, it's you know, then it's going to start getting more sporadic to try to afford players to to fit in, which they've done good right. at at getting you know second level, third level guys to come in and play better than you would normally expect them to. So. Right?
2: Yeah. So you got to you got to build this the the basics. You got to build your foundation. Yeah. Which is, I think they've done a great job. So now it's the finish work, right? John Brown out. Manuel Sanders in, it's going to be, that's going to carry on forever. I mean, that's just the way it's going to work. Yeah. Guys on the line, whatever, cornerbacks, even linebackers, safeties, you know, Poyer and Hyde are fantastic. They're not going to last forever.
1: Yeah. So, you know, like they
2: drafted Hamlin, like, you know, as at least as a a role player. Um, Right. So, yeah, that's all going to be part of it. Yep. But they've, they've done the hard stuff. They've done the. They're not hunting for a quarterback anymore. You know, we got our quarterback. Boom, check that one off. That's cool. Uh, even the running back room, as much as they like to piss on the Bills running backs, they're they're not bad. I think they're fine. I think they're both going to be even better this year for when they're called on, which isn't going to be all the time. They're yeah. not going to get 25 carries a game. I'm sorry.
1: You know, it's just that's not what they built here. My hot take on the running back real quick uh, is – I think this year, because of slinging it all over the field last year, that they're going to invite us to run the ball a lot more this year.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They're probably going to be in a nickel most of
0: the time. And even if that's defense. not true, we had to have prepared for it.
1: Yeah. Because, I mean, we uh, the defenses come in now knowing, number one, what they have to stop on our team, which is Josh, Diggs, and Beasley. Yep. You know, yep. that's what they – I mean, teams are going to have to try to take that away, which is going to open up. I think the run game a little more for us, maybe maybe in certain circumstances a whole lot more, where we might have to pull a a KC on some teams. Like they ran all over us for 300 yards because we took Mahomes away, right? And like, well, we're just run it on you, I guess. You know, so that's an option. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah, so you're up, Jeff. Next, what you got?
2: Okay, um, so. We talked about an offensive player that people aren't anticipating. You asked me about um, a player, sleeper, Dane Jackson. So my question would be, how about on defense? Same question as on offense. Not necessarily a breakout player, but somebody that will probably turn a few heads uh, on defense this year um, that maybe a lot of people are overlooking.
1: Ah, That's a tough one this year because we have a lot of guys that are established on this team that have been consistent. Um, You know, one guy that comes to mind that um, I want to see be more dominant this year and just play clean without any injuries is Trey Edmonds. Um, You know, last year I think he took a lot of heat. You know, I think uh, he had issues staying healthy for a little bit, which ultimately hurt him playing at hundred percent and making impacts on defense. Um, but I think he's a guy. If we can get the full brunt of his talent right. this year, I think he runs he he runs that defense up front. You yep. know, with those linebackers. So he's one guy that if if we can really get you know full capacity out of him, man, I think I think we can have a nasty front with him. Well, and it's funny you
2: you say it that way because I'm I'm a, exactly the same thought. Like I want to see Trey Edmonds get nasty. Yep. You know what I mean? I want to see him get downright nasty. i seen Matt Milano pick up guys and slam them to the ground. And he's not half as big as Trey Edmonds. Mm-hmm. I want to see him get down dirty and nasty. Yeah. Knock guys down. Play that middle know?
1: linebacker position like sometimes sure. it's meant to be, right? Like, exactly. Just mean and nasty. Yep. Get and, nasty. Yeah, man. Like, I think he has the capability of, of doing that. I think he has all the talent in the world. We drafted him at right. 16 for a reason. and uh. I think he's got the size, the speed, yeah, I mean,
2: like everything you want in a middle linebacker.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I, I, I would love to just see him take that next step into like a perennial Pro Bowl middle linebacker. I'm with you. Yeah, for sure. Um, for you, and this this one's just kind of like a like a more of a fun question because I had to throw just like a fun question in there for yeah. you. Yeah. So. Where did the Bills hold training camp before St. John Fisher, Jeff?
2: Holy crap, dude. <laughs> no idea.
1: Can't remember, huh? No.
2: So you know it's funny because as often as I've watched the Bills and paid attention to them, that was one part of it. I never really I never went to practices. I never really paid a lot of attention to that. Yeah.
1: So before now I'm curious. For St. John Fisher, they held training camp in Fredonia.
2: Oh that is correct, yeah you remember that yeah
1: Fredonia, Yep. so what year did they move to St John Fisher? Oh, God. any guesses either guy either one of you guys i'm gonna say uh
2: ninety eight
1: close two thousand was it two thousand so yeah they moved uh from from Fredonia to St John Fisher in two thousand, and that's really where training camp i people went to Fredonia I remember Right, my my uncle, my dad telling me I never went there, but you know they went there a few times. It wasn't it wasn't a big thing then. And it's not that far, yeah, c- compared to Saint John Fisher. Exactly. But for some reason, when it went to Saint John Fisher, it started to explode. And two thousand was when um, you know Flutie was mm-hmm. around, and right. you know so it was it's kind of cool just to kind of look back a little bit. That and, is cool.
2: Yeah, but that is cool. I
1: don't remember much about Fredonia. I know that they were there just from, you know, talk and conversation and stuff like that. But right. Well, and you, par- you never went to any of those uh, camps? No, I never yeah, did. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's crazy. I just...
1: I never did. You know? hmm St. John Fisher
2: is is a hall
1: from Buffalo. Yeah, right? I never I mean, went to St. John Fisher either, so...
2: um, I, And I guess the draw was, right, to bring crowds from Rochester, Syracuse to Buffalo yeah. for the games. Yep. So, made sense. Yeah much more than going to Toronto.
1: I know. I, another story. I mean, yeah, that was tough. I always, I'm not a happy camper when that comes no, to that. no. Oh god, I was so bitter. When, oh, it's horrible. Absolutely you. horrible. And I was I was super bitter when <laughs> just to speak of Toronto real quick, when the whole uh John Bon Jovi thing came oh, into yeah. play. Yeah. And they freaking had uh little sections. So you know where the um you're coming up twenty a and you got um, the two bars right across from each other. Yeah, yeah. And then, and this little lot right next to it was the Toronto, Toronto lot. like, yeah, lot for, like, you know. It was so dumb. I hated that. Yeah, it was terrible. It was, uh, I was so mad.
2: And, and it, the sad part is, it wasn't like they had trouble selling out the stadium. Like they yeah. sold out ninety percent of the time. I know. It was only when they were really, their suckiest that they struggled to sell out the stadium. Yeah. It, like it was always sold out. Yeah. Yeah. It was why ready. why are you doing this? I like, yeah, and then it's
0: not a selling problem, it's a team problem. You're not gonna
2: right. solve that by
0: changing <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: that.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: I just yeah. Yeah, it was this lot like this kind of uppity looking, like it was like concrete and it was all fenced up. <laughs> uppity looking. It was. It was like like it was like stood out really weird and it was right across the street from Danny's, that restaurant. Oh yeah, right. right. So, and it was like, and then right across the street, the other side, it was the big tree. Right. And I'm like, what the, it was just dumb. I hate, it was. I hated that.
2: Um. All right. So I got one that's similar. Yeah. A little different. Um. For you, and uh, we've talked about it often, the uh, knock on the Bills running game, and even though they outrushed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on a season, mm-hmm. still it's somehow a real problem for the okay. Buffalo Bills or running games. So, this year, who leads the Bills in rushing? Singletary, Moss, or is it Josh Allen?
1: Well, it's going to be one of the two, uh, Singletary, Moss. Um, if people were going to ask me who's going to be the starting running back, I, I don't think they're going to really name a starter this year. Right. I think – and it doesn't matter to me who the starter is, you know, because they're going to feed the ball to whoever's hot. You know, they're – it's So, to me, it, it just depends on who gets hot that game. Um, and they, the
2: starter is going to be game-specific, right? We're yeah. playing this team. It trends towards this player better. Yeah. We'll start them. If they do well, then that's fine. If they don't, then we're going to throw somebody
1: else in.
0: Well, yeah. and they might even just rotate them equally most of the time, too. That, that's I a mean, very good possibility. It doesn't, yeah, I don't think it really is an important thing for the team right now.
1: Yeah. I, I, I can't see them being like, oh, you're going to get – you know, eight carries and he's going to get eight carries. I think it's just whoever, whoever's hot that, you know, during that game is going to get the brunt of the the ball. But I think uh, ultimately Singletary is going to have, I think over a thousand yard season this year. Um, He's got another year in the league already. And I think he is just busting his nuggets in the off season to prove that he is a number one back.
2: Right. Well, and we talked about the off season, man. Some of the photos and stuff of him working out.
1: Yeah, he's he's, he's he is, he's rich. He is he's, definitely buff now, man. He's, he's, he's huge. He's yeah. ready to
2: go. Yeah, and he brought it up. You know, he he did. He's only going to perform at
1: a peak level when he's at peak physically. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I expect big things from. I mean, both of them. I think. I think both of them are going to have a great year. Yeah. Now, what do you think, think about
0: so. Allen? Do you think he's going to rush like he did last year? Or do you think they're kind of pulling it back a little bit? You
1: know, it's tough to say, too. I Because you
0: can't risk him, but at the same time, it's what he wants to do.
1: Yeah. I, I think they're going to pull back some of the, um, you know, designed runs for him. I think that's going to be more maybe short yardage and stuff like that, which is fine. I get that. Uh, but I don't think they're going to, like, a first and 10, they're going to run a Josh Keeper or anything like that. Right. I think most of his yards are going to come from just on the whim. You know, pocket breaks up, something like that, and he's out. But, dude, I mean, in the, the first three years... He has more rushing touchdowns than Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. So yeah. it's you can't take that. Is that like of his nine eight lead.
2: nine or something like that? Yeah. It's it's in the mid twenties at it's least. It's like twenty five, yeah. Yeah. Jeez, uh, That's just incredible.
1: Yeah. It's so it's it's tough to want it to I mean, as a coach, you know, you don't want to see the guy get hurt, right? Right. But the way he runs, he's gotten smarter, he's gotten down, he's sliding, he's getting out of bounds, he's not taking big hits, and the guy's, you know. He's he's productive at it. So. And every once
0: in a while you choke slam a bitch just to show him that you can do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well the, yeah. the funny thing is, <laughs>
1: yeah. right, he misses four
2: games so far in his NFL career and it was he was throwing a ball when he got injured.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah, so he, that was the Houston thing, right? Yeah, he, yeah, right. Yeah. So
2: Yeah. So you can't you can't stop an injury from happening. No. All you can do is hedge your bets, try not to put him in situations where he's at tremendous risk. And, yeah, because on every drop back, man,
1: a quarterback can get hurt. I mean, it's just... Oh, yeah. We did the episode where uh, Jay did the title. Uh, was it bosa wrench allen hmm Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that hit was scary. Yes, oh, yeah. And that was just in the pocket. He, you know... Was, that
2: was bad. Yeah. Know,
1: everybody thought... Oh, God, is him, he going to so. get up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was my thought. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, he could get hurt at any point. Um, But I I just... I. I want to see him run the ball. I want to see – I just don't want to see a lot of, you know, quarterback keepers design for him. I, I right. Just, I mean, it doesn't doesn't need to happen. But
2: So I've got an audible. My question to you then becomes, um, I think it was a year and a half ago about when Dable moved off the field into the booth and they worked out a plan for Colin Plays and all that neat stuff. So then last year, it seemed like Josh Allen didn't really free wheel, but he did maybe call a few more plays on his own, audible more often. Yeah. Where do you think he's at this year? Are they going to say,
1: you know the playbook as well as we do? Go for it. For me, I think the next just evolution in his game is is going to be mentally. Uh, I think – he's already proved he could beat you with his legs. He's already proved he could beat you with his arms. He's already proved he could beat you physically. I think this year is going to be complete, uh, full, full bore. He's going to be able to do everything and then add on the mental part of it where he's going to be able to read a defense. He's going to be able to call the play on a whim, change it, whatever. You know, he's going to be able to just beats you with with what he knows about the game, right? I mean, and that's kind of how, how I where see it. Scary,
2: almost like a plan for after Day Bolt, kind of a thing where they'll call the plays, and then when he gets to the line, it's his
1: it's his deal. I think, uh, personally, again, I think that he's going to be given three plays, like Peyton Manning, um, or even like when Jim Kelly was doing the K gun, and he gets to the line of scrimmage, looks the defense over. Then he calls a play at the line, right? Or a ball he'll, he'll call it. Doesn't like a audible the next one. That's kind of what Peyton did, and it was it was hard to grasp what they were doing because there's no huddles. There's you know he's reading everything there. And right. I mean Peyton was one of the best at beating you mentally. Right. One of the best, or not if the best. Do you think Josh could be that guy? The kid's smart as heck, man. Yeah, he
0: is. I don't. I mean, I'm, and I'm not trying to you know, I don't think we're allowed to be negative about Josh Allen on this show, <laughs> we but the um it just, I don't know if he's confident enough. I mean, I, I hope that we see a more confident Josh Allen on the field this year, but you know, the one thing that didn't change in the three years he's been on the field has been that he does seem like he is sometimes a little bit afraid to commit to things on his own.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's certain things for sure that I've seen on the field that, um, you know, I think he can second guess himself. Um, last year was the best yeah. Like by far. Yeah, he definitely oh, got yeah. a lot better for yeah. sure. By far. But I think uh and I don't, again, we don't know the guy personally. We're, no. we're not with him all the time, but just from what we've seen, Wonderlick scores, what you know, Shady talked about, you know, saying, Hey kid, listen, man, talk to me like normal. Like you're you're right. Head, you're you're way up here. You gotta come <laughs> down, you know. Yeah, like in the so. interviews
2: and even even talking to the media and stuff like that. He just seems more relaxed, it's more natural. It's uh, it's like what a leader should look like.
1: And, yeah, I'm optimistic. Yeah, I like that Ottawa, Jeff. That yeah, nice. we have
0: we have some tough games early on in the season, and I'm excited to see how he plays because we've seen before that the team tends to play it a lot safer in a difficult game. So maybe this year we'll see some more trick plays or something come out, something yep. a little more confident and fun. Exactly. Kind of like, uh, you know, what Brady was doing last year a little bit. Yeah,
1: and Josh has to just help stay out of his own head. Yes. Because we've seen games where he gets in that – and that funk in his own head, and you're you're like, come on, Josh, maybe someone just like just lay a lick on him real quick, <laughs> yeah. Like they be like, oh crap, all right, I am in the game now. Well, <laughs> and, like you know? he
2: wants to he wants to be the guy that makes the play, so he takes a risk that probably is ill advised, you know that type. Yeah, and I mean it's so rare now that it seems silly to even talk about it, but um, you know going back to the Houston playoff game, he sometimes takes risks that are unnecessary, and you hear the guys in the booth shaking their head, going, I. Not sure what he was thinking there, so it, yeah, but that's part of who he is, right? Like, yeah,
1: you can't take that away from him. And yeah,
2: he's always going to want to make the play.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, and it's like, which is an admirable quality. It's yeah. a huge quality, and sometimes it can be a negative because you can get you can you can get careless um, if you want to win so bad. If you're willing to do anything, sometimes it can be a negative effect. Right. Um, but, I, sheesh, man, it would be hard not to take a guy like and, that.
2: But even he's even improved on that. So, you he know, has. I mean, again, it's almost like nitpicking. We're we're gone yeah. from is he gonna make it in the NFL to yeah, he's ninety nine percent there, but he's just not quite perfect. You know, what I mean like
1: yep. oh absolutely. Uh for you, Jeff, what rookie do you see having the most impactful camp?
2: Um Well, I think a guy that's probably gonna get a lot of opportunity. And uh yeah, I think he could is Greg Rousseau. I mean, you know. He's got a lot of pressure on him, first round pick. So I think they're going to see what they got early on. I don't think there's any way he starts week one or two. But uh, we talked about his role players, his backups, his you know third down guys. I think they're going to mix it up all year long. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I but I think he has a chance to make an impact.
1: Now, do you think Basham um, heading into camp? Is already ahead of Rousseau just based on experience. Experience, yeah,
2: I, yeah, maybe, maybe, but I think the again college game is way different than the NFL game. Mm. So depending on how quick Rousseau can pick up the book, uh, learn the plays, impress the coaches, you know, a yeah. lot of that'll go away as they work their way through training camp and. Um, and preseason and things like that. Because like I say, yeah. you're going to want to give that guy an opportunity.
1: Oh, absolutely. Know, I, well, I yeah, like, I think the same thing, you know, again, he, yeah.
2: he's the guy, right? He, yeah. he sat out a year, but the previous year he had like 15 sacks or so, yeah. something in that neighborhood, yep. you know? Um,
1: so yeah, his ability there. I think his biggest yeah. curve, his curb coming to the NFL, just like anybody is going to be just technique and learning the game. It's yep. a different game from college to pros. You know, right. We don't know that physically because we haven't done it, but you just you you know it, it for it's sure like any it's like every any game's jump. an all star game, yeah, right? Like yeah. I
2: mean, technically mm-hmm. it's the best of the best. So how are you going to handle consistently being stopped? I yeah. mean, really, that's oh, part sure. of it, right? For sure, yeah. Yeah, so, and I think
1: that's what at Oliver, you know, going back to him for a second, I think that's something that has been a curve for him is he was able to just physically dominate yes in college. You know, he was if he didn't physically dominate, he just he just he ran by you or, you know, he didn't have to have the technique you because everybody in the NFL is, you know, two notches, three notches higher than he played. So I think that's the adjustment. And he said that, you know, he said the same thing.
2: And I think to a certain extent, that's going to be the same for Boogie, too, is he's going to have to learn the NFL game. So so how far the experience of college takes him? Is you have to be determined, you know? Yeah. It definitely will probably give the coaches um, something to look at, right? Like, Because he does have a lot more playing time at the position. Again, uh, good schools, good yeah. competition. Oh, absolutely. So we'll see. But I expect both of them to make an impact, at least in some sort of role this year. I, I really yes. do.
1: I got a quick audible. Who has the best nickname on the Bills team? <laughs> Beastly beastly that's a good one i like that one that's yeah, a good one
2: beastly's good
1: two of them that i like um and i it, i don't know i i'd have to really kind of go through them and i don't know all of them but isaiah mckenzie being little dirty that's a good one Yeah, that's a good one or uh dawkins uh big snow big snow yeah yeah you know yeah that's the, a cool one and he 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 was wearing the shirt that had a like snowman on him and stuff too like right. he really embraces the big snow thing man
2: yeah, I like Trey Edmonds, the Predator thing, too.
1: That's a good one.
2: You know, I really think they need to build on that. I like that.
0: And in no official capacity am I speaking for the other members of our podcast. But, Cole, could you, like, shut the fuck up about politics <laughs> and stuff like Please. that? Yeah. yeah. Opinionated stuff just for a little bit. We just want to think about football now. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's time.
1: You yeah. know? Yeah, let's it's move on. It's time to play football. Let's move on. Right. Right. Holy smokes. It's, it's a little... Uh, Little much, but like hey, I said, man,
0: as much as I appreciate you having your convictions and you know, strong right. opinions about stuff and whatever, but let's just keep it out of the game. Yeah,
1: yeah, and we've been lucky that uh, McDermott and Bean have been able to keep that stuff on raps. Is as, as, I mean, you know, you got a you got grown men out there and they can be as vocal as they want, and we've been pretty lucky that no one's been too stupid until Cole's been, yep, so that's 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 good. Um, but I just man, read today, geez. like,
2: Washington is one team that's one of the lowest vaccination rates. And here you got the coach, Ron Rivera, who's had cancer, is immunocompromised, and he's going, what is going on? Yeah. You know, he, he, he literally came out and said, I'm like, I'm just crazy frustrated. I don't know what to do. Like, how, how is this possible? You know what I mean? Like, how is it possible? Yeah. We're one of two teams with the lowest vaccination rate in the NFL. For sure. You know? Yeah. So he's thinking about his own health. But I think now with the NFL coming out and saying, yeah, oh, yeah, you could lose. You know, you can't play a game and we can't reschedule it. That's a loss. Yeah. They haven't said if the other team you're supposed to play gets a win or not, but you're getting a loss.
1: Yeah, so it's, so, like a, it's like a forfeit. Right. You know? And it costs. I can't. And that's crazy because owners like think about Jerry Jones for a second. You think that dude wants to pay money to a loss like that? Oh yeah. Because right. if, if you have to if if you have to forfeit a game because of an outbreak, right? Yep. You have to reimburse the NFL for the cost of that.
2: Yep. Yeah, and uh, they're the talking owner. about they're talking about unvaccinated players won't be compensated for games lost to COVID this year. Yeah.
0: Well, not to mention that what coach wants forfeiture on their record. I mean, oh, yeah, that's, that's right. That's just, that's just a, a shameful thing to have to do bad in look. any situation. Yeah,
1: so the so the NFL is coming out. Goodell is saying, you know, we we can't we can't make players get vaccinated, but basically we'll create every rule we possibly can to make players get vaccinated. Right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. what they're doing. I mean,
0: right? Well, it's
2: a dangerous damn thing, man. People are yep. dying around the country. Rates are rising. Hospitals are filling up. Like I get it. Yeah, it's their money too. You know what
1: yeah. I mean? Yeah, and the NFL just, they just want, they just want it to go normal. They want fans to be there again. Right. You know, they don't want to have to deal with the same stuff they dealt with last year.
0: Yeah. Well, and even just us talking about it now, it frustrates me because, you know, really football should be one of those escapes from reality. I mean, it is for us, people who aren't in it every day, it's a fantasy. I mean, that's it's yep. all it is. It's for entertainment. Sure. Yeah. And to have to think about this kind of shit all the time is just incredibly frustrating.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah it's a downer for sure. Yep. So, yeah. Okay. You I'm got done. Anything? My you rant's over. You got anything, got anything <laughs> else
0: from
1: me, Jeff? Uh, I do, Jake. I Sweet. do. Sweet.
2: And if I can get there again, I, I'll definitely tell you.
0: Well, he's doing that. Um, Just a little aside. Jake had a fun experience mm-hmm. this past Sunday at J.P. Fitzgerald's. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no and doubt. you may have seen it on our social media if you follow us. But otherwise, Jake, do you want to talk about it a little bit?
1: Yeah, it was really cool. It just was an event at J.P. Fitzgerald's that uh, a bunch of guys that uh, just – do memorabilia started, I guess, from what I've learned so far, started a business in 2018 um, and have done Bill's memorabilia with it. I mean, helmets, full-size helmets, mini helmets, jerseys, pitchers, and they're just starting to make a come up in the community. Uh, They did, that was, from what I understand, that was their first big public event. Um, Yeah, and, And you got to meet a few cool people. Yeah, I got to meet Dawkins. I got to meet Isaiah McKenzie. I got to meet uh, Gabe Davis and have, you know, something signed, um, which was really, really cool to do that. I've, that's really the first time since I've been, geez, probably 12 that I've met a player like that, like face to face. Um, It just doesn't matter. And actually spend a
2: few minutes like that, just like one face in a line or whatever i yeah. know they had a lot of people there but yeah but yeah i mean getting a photo taken and stuff yeah was yeah, exactly. really cool yeah right.
0: i was probably about 12 too i was at the practice field doing the punt pass and kick and stuff and they had a couple yeah. players there but of course it was like a thousand people line out the front door and down the parking lot you know it certainly wasn't anything like what you got to experience right. yeah that's cool
1: yeah it was neat it was um it was real uh i guess you know not private, but it was, there was like three, like 300 people that w- attended to it. So, right. It wasn't, it wasn't crazy, but it was, it was pretty cool. And, um, we're actually, you know, I, like I was telling you guys, uh, we're, we're going to try to, as a podcast, we're going to try to work with the, this company called Got Inked, um, right out of Lackawanna. And we're going to try to work with them getting on, a, on our podcast as a guest, talk to them about what they do, what they offer. And, yeah, sure. um, you know, they, they're looking to, um, do a, giveaway hopefully so yeah i'm
2: excited man i I, that's really awesome yeah it really is yeah yeah that'd be very
1: cool absolutely so we're always trying to trying to do new things with the podcast you know
2: yeah so i got my shit back together slightly (laughs) all right and uh my question to you would be the bills had a, a fairly good presence in the pro bowl last year decent um but is there a player maybe that got snubbed or another player who should be considered a candidate to earn a poll or a Pro Bowl berth this year? Yeah. That uh, maybe people aren't going to be talking about or even be aware of. He could make that.
1: True. Well, I mean, I think I could speak for a lot of Bills Mafia fans out there and saying Jordan, Jordan Poyer has gotten snubbed the last three years. Yeah. What the hell? You know, I, How about I Micah mean, Micah Hyde. Him, too. But, I mean, if you look at Jordan Poyer, numbers. His, his, his numbers have been off the chain. Like, he's been he's been statistically the best safety of the last three years in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, he's been a beast. And the fact that he hasn't got a Pro Bowl vote, it's like, is it a Buffalo thing here? Like, what's right, going on? Right. right?
2: Like, uh, is w- it the same guys that keep Tasker out of the hall? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, just it's what we- the frick? It's odd. I People mean, wonder why we're so bitter. That that wasn't yeah. a setup by yeah. any means, but I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah, it's that's that's definitely a name that it. We should be talking about last year's Pro Bowl that he made. Then, maybe he'll make one this year.
1: Yeah, he should have made the last two. You know, p- yep. probably three, but definitely the last two. Last yep. year, he he led all safeties in tackles. Tackles for loss, and I believe interceptions. So I don't know. I mean, sheesh. Yeah, yes. so that's a great answer.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's a really good answer.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, my last question for you is and it, you know, it could be a little generic, but who do you see being the uh, staple backup to Josh Allen? Is it just going to be Trubisky? Do you think Fromm can slide in there? Do you think Fromm could be pushed out and Davis Webb could slide in there? Do you see any any battle for that QB2? Yeah,
2: I don't have any um, qualms about what they did with Mitch Trubisky, but I I do seriously believe it was a one-year plan. Mm -hmm. Um, I think uh, Jake Fromm probably would be the most likely of the group. Um, They do like Davis Webb. I mean, they really do.
1: Yeah, I've, I've noticed that too.
2: But he just hasn't been able to to take that that final step to where they don't need a Mitch Trubisky or draft uh, Jake Fromm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I don't personally think a long term backup like your Frank Reich type of backup currently is on the roster. Yeah. In my opinion. You know right. what I mean? And
0: seriously, like, what is with the fetish about having to have a million quarterbacks in this friggin' team? <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, we finally
0: have our lock-in, you know, and it's nice to get away from it for our starter, but then it's like they can't just stop completely. They have to do it again. Like, maybe next year we'll have seven quarterbacks, just in case. Well, I think it's funny
2: because I think that that single season when they had uh, McCarron and, you uh, um, Peterman, Peterman, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. And they cut because Mc- Peterman has 124 quarterback <laughs> rating in the preseason. <laughs> mm-hmm. They release McCarron or trade him, whatever they did. So now it's Josh Allen and little Peterman. gun shy about that, huh? Yeah, they may be looking at like we don't ever want to put ourselves in that position again. I mean, they're lucky oh, yeah. they got Anderson. Yeah, for you know what sure. I mean. Like
1: in the QB two position, really isn't what it is needed for like it used to be because right. I mean, let's be honest. You you can't lay a quarterback out like you used to be able to, and be like, "Well, QB two, you're in now." Yeah, right. You know, now it's like you can't touch a guy. So the odds of you know a quarterback now getting your QB one getting hurt are so much less. So you don't get the staple quarter, you know, backup right. QBs like you said. Like you're not really going to get the Frank Reich and stuff like that. Yeah, for a yeah, quarterback, so.
0: it's not it's not that much more dangerous on the field in a real game than it is during practice. I mean, you're yeah. very likely going to have a non-contact injury if anything.
1: Yeah, it's like the punter, yep, the kicker, and then the quarterback, or like yeah, right. guys that won't get hurt, you know.
0: Yeah, and
2: I think personally, Mitch Trubisky knows that the preseason, and then the occasional late game fill fill-in role is going to be his career yeah like i mean he's playing for another contract not with the bills and i I, he didn't come to buffalo to be a backup to josh allen for the remainder of his career
1: but how how much is he going to get um for being a backup to josh where he's not going to see the field like how much is that going to prove to another team like like hey trubisky is he's going to get a contract because he backed up josh well he didn't freaking play so how do we know how much better he is right yeah that's what's odd to me right like how is it like, Yeah, in it's his head. the risk is all his.
2: Yeah. There is no doubt.
1: Like why would you want to go But with, it's a
2: one year deal. Yeah. And if Josh doesn't get hurt and he the bills don't blow guys out and he doesn't have an opportunity to build on his career, it's a year.
1: I just feel like he's he's kind of in the river of like backup mm-hmm. quarterback now. Like how do you get out the of that? Journeyman river? guy. Yeah, because
2: Yeah, who knows? Maybe he wants a career like uh Fitzpatrick, right? Yeah. Play forever for 17 different Just games. Just train up whatever. a bunch of guys. Dude, The yeah,
1: o- yeah the only way he's going to have a time to shine is he has to hope, whoever he backs up, at, so- wherever he is in his career, that they are hurt and they miss games. Yep. That's it. Yep. Well, well does the funny crazy.
2: thing is, you know, he's such an anomaly. Because if you look at him statistically, it's not like he was Josh Rosen or Sam Darnold or like a train wreck. Yeah. He actually was a decent quarterback. He wasn't terrible. No, he was not. And his terrible. team was not necessarily great.
1: No. Offensively, <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? You were
2: not good to So all. maybe he's So we don't thinking, know what his ceiling really is. Well, yeah, maybe yeah, he's yeah. thinking that it won't take much of an opportunity to just solidify what hopefully people already realize is that given the right environment, right opportunity, I can be a franchise guy. I mean, I don't know. But he ain't making any money, and you're right, unless something happens. He ain't going to see the field in the regular season very much. Could so we use him as
1: trade bait? Like, for instance. Well, I think that's part of the plan. Could Philly, like Philly. If, it's like Philly, to me, is the number one team right now that is, like, so up in the air if they want Hurts or not.
2: Dude, Miami. Like, I, I just, there's all these rumors circling Tua and whether or not he's the guy.
1: Well, you got, but, what's his name, the rumor going, uh, Deshaun Watson? Right. That's one right there, you know? Yeah. But.
2: Yeah, I mean, I it's just weird that, you know, these are, to me, not horrible quarterbacks. No. But, hey, thanks for the opportunity to play half a season when you sit me two out of ten games or whatever. yeah, You know what I mean? I get pulled for Ryan Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. you know, in a couple of games for whatever. Like, what an opportunity. Yeah. You know, like Josh Allen, if the Bills had bat- had that mentality, he wouldn't have played past the first season. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like, seriously. Yeah. You know? I mean, and honestly, we kind of talked about the fact that how long do you give a guy before you start thinking about maybe we should draft a couple of guys just in case. Right. You know what I mean? Because even after season two, there was improvement, but he wasn't even up to a a middling NFL quarterback at that point.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So you go, geez, year three, if he doesn't show improvement, you got to start thinking he might not be the guy. Yeah. Now, lucky for us, he fucking blew everybody's doors off, and it's, it's done. Yeah. That that conversation's over. Yeah. You know he'll be challenging for an MVP, hopefully every year. Yeah. Or at least a number of them. You want to so, know
1: something funny too that I just saw? Zach Wilson's quarterback rating in Madden is better than the previous Jet quarterback. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Yep.
0: Really? <laughs> yeah. Hasn't? A lot of people were complaining about <laughs> Stefan Diggs getting like fourth best or something like that. Like, like there's like oh, two people with too, like yeah. a 99 oh, yeah. and he's then a like 98, and he's 97. Yeah. I mean, who fucking cares? I mean, but like, yeah, right. it's still silly. It's
1: funny. And then the other thing going around right now, too, is will Josh Allen's rating be uh, 90 or higher in Madden? I right, say right. Absolutely. It better be. It, will it better be over really, 90. Yeah. It's gotta be.
0: I mean, look at how mad they are about digs. Like, they hopefully yeah. they're gonna change their mind if they were gonna do that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't. I don't see how it, it wouldn't be at least. Like it's gotta 95. be five. It's yeah. gotta be at least that. And then Josh was asked, like, "Do you want to be on the Madden cover?" And He goes, "Fuck no." I mean, You're right? I think right. he said the Madden curse. Hey, yeah, he goes, "Hell no!" I played that game growing up. I know what the curse is all about. <laughs> yeah, right. He doesn't right. want to even be on it. Yeah, I don't blame him. Which the curse that was that was weird. The whole curse thing, by the it, way, it is crazy. I don't know. It was something like 11 years in a row or something. Yeah, dude. Yep. Weird. This year it's going to be a split, I guess, with Brady and yep. Mahomes. So awesome. maybe those two dudes are going to hurt. <laughs> That's awesome.
2: <laughs> That's maybe the best thing that ever happened to the Bills. Yeah.
1: No kidding. Um, so I guess they're working out a contract with Aaron Rodgers, too. So it looks like he's going to be yeah. a Packer this year. He showed up to camp. That's I was not expecting that one. Well,
0: I heard they were basically throwing everything they could at him at this point.
1: Yeah. Yep. True. He just turned down a big contract, too, didn't he? Yeah. Yep. Jesus. Yeah. He must be like, look, one they... and done. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, give me out we of the season. Be back I'm done. Again. Yeah, yep,
2: yeah, yep. yeah. This is it. So, yeah, how I'll we doing on time, Jay?
0: Um, we are actually right at about forty-five minutes. Nice. Dude, do you want to nice.
2: talk about the other thing or not? You want to?
0: I mean, this is probably a pretty good time to call it. We could save yeah. it for next yeah, time. Yeah, we can save that. important. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm that'll gonna...
1: be a good one to save for sure. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Cool beans. Right, cool. All right. Well, yeah, that was a good podcast. Guys, we're uh I'm a I am i do not know about you guys, but I am pumped for training camp, man. Oh, I am too.
2: I, I mean it is literally Christmas all over again. It is man. I here. can't wait. Yeah. Yep.
1: I can't wait. Me we're what,
2: a couple weeks away from the first preseason game, right? Yeah. I think it's August. like second week in August, maybe or something. Or...
1: I'm going to that uh that uh the return of the blue and red game, that scrimmage. August 7th.
2: Which is not this weekend, but the following, right? Yeah,
1: so I think it's the, the, the next after week. After that, right? The next Thursday is their first preseason, like August 13th or whatever.
2: Yeah, so it'll be like, yeah, shit, man, that's like two weeks from this Thursday. Yep. That's fantastic. Awesome. Because it's a rat race after that, right? I mean, you get yeah. in the preseason games, it's regular scheduled practices, it's mm-hmm. pads all the time, it's,
1: that's cool. going to come that's quick. That's cool. Yeah, quick? the way the
0: summer's been moving, it'll come real quick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait yeah I'm in alright Jay tell everybody where they can uh, listen to our podcast
0: oh shit I don't remember No, <laughs> <laughs> I know right damn it so yeah you can head on to Facebook and Twitter at ETD Buffalo. you can also find us on Anchor or you know Apple or Google or wherever you get your podcasts um, we're pretty much everywhere um, and Jake we got a, uh, a closing phrase that we always use here
1: yep uh, where else would you rather be than right here right now go Bills go Bills go Bills